Welcome to the Consummate Athlete Podcast, where our goal is to help you find health and community through movement. I'm Molly Herford, a writer, coach, and yoga teacher. And I'm Peter Glassford, an endurance coach and kinesiologist. Every week, we're talking to athletes and experts who can help you lead your best active, adventurous life. Whether you're a gravel racer, a marathon runner, or you just got out on your first bike ride yesterday, we're here cheering you on. You can also visit us online at consummateathlete.com for coaching information and training tips, nutrition advice, yoga flows, bike skills, and more. And now, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another special edition of the Consummate Athlete Podcast. Uh, this week, we're launching our three-part Mother's Day series, celebrating some of the awesome pro women uh, who have have babies or are currently pregnant. And uh, this one with Sonia Looney is a really exciting one. She has an adorable one-year-old. Uh, she is mountain biker extraordinaire, Big on the long races, the epic races, if you That's will. Right. Plant-based athlete, also a fan of our show sponsor right now, uh, Inside Tracker, mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So, what we have a code or, or a website someone could visit. Yes, yes, good segue there, dear. Not uh, <laughs> not goofy at all. Uh, but yes, you can get to that uh, for twenty-five percent off the Inside Tracker. Start insidetracker.com backslash consummate. Okay, we'll link to that in the show definitely, notes. Definitely, definitely check that out. But, but I'm excited by these three episodes that we have. These three short Mother's Day episodes. Uh, part of our idea was to get sort of mothers, new mothers, I think in, in all cases, relatively new, uh, but at different phases. You know, they're all different people, different kids, different, you know, they live in different areas. So there's lots of differences. But just I, I thought it was interesting just hearing the different points they're all at. Yeah, exactly. And Sonia has some awesome advice for not just, you know, in that first year, but also during pregnancy. Uh, you know, I really liked we, we kind of got pretty honest about one of the issues with being someone who has a pretty large following on social media like she does. I mean, she was riding a pump track like days before giving birth. And, you know, a lot of people want to tell pregnant women what to do on the internet, apparently. So we sort of get into to what that feels like. Um, so I think the, the biggest pro tip from here is uh, probably don't try to tell pregnant women on Instagram what they should be doing. Mm. Uh, that should be an obvious one, but apparently we need to say okay, it. Well, good advice. We're all learning today. That's yep, good. Yep. Um, but yeah, Sonia just has some really, really good good advice about how to come back. Uh, so yeah, enjoy this episode with Sonia Looney. Sonia Looney, our most frequent guest on the Consummate Athlete Podcast. I feel like I can just go to you no matter what the topic is, and you're going to have something good to say. So welcome back. <laughs> Oh, no pressure. <laughs> I know, I know. No pressure whatsoever. And we're talking about a topic that's not complicated or, you know, highly individual at all today. Uh, pregnancy and being a new mom as an athlete. <laughs> so by the time this episode comes out, you will have a one-year-old baby boy who is adorable beyond all reason, by the way. Um, Thank you. And <laughs> I <Bye>, mean, <laughs> you have had like just not picture perfect because I know you've also been very honest about it, but you have had like a really awesome sort of succession from being a pregnant athlete to being a new mom athlete to now, you know, you have a one-year-old, you're, you're back on the horse or back on the bike, so to speak. Um, but I wanted to kind of just go into a little bit of like the, the ups and downs of it. So, I mean, first, like, I know this is going to be highly individual, but what was it like being a pregnant professional athlete? Um, it was actually, like my pregnancy was relatively easy. You know, I didn't have any complications. I didn't have a lot of the side effects. I didn't have any throwing up. Um, I did have a lot of fatigue, but 
it was hard. I mean, despite having all that, it's hard because as an athlete, you are always trying to control your body. Like you're trying to do intervals or like eat extra antioxidants so you can recover faster or all these different things. And the hardest thing about being a pregnant athlete is that you have to let your body just do its thing. And what your brain is telling you might be something different than what your body's telling you. And for me, like I would go out for a ride and I'd be breathing super hard because you have your elevated progesterone and hormone levels. And I just wouldn't feel very strong. And my brain's like, you should be able to be out here. You should be able to be doing this like harder and longer. And I just couldn't. So I just committed to showing up every day or six days a week and riding my bike and just accepting where I was at. And that sounds really simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. And it was incredibly hard to, um, learn that acceptance and that learning that has actually suited me really well as a new um, because most days I don't feel amazing on my bike. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it sounds, it sounds kind of going with that whole control the controllables side of things, which I mean, I guess as, especially as a new mom too, you, you really had to figure out new mom and pandemic. Uh, there's very little that you can control. So how did you navigate that? How did you find the little pockets that you could control? Um, instead of focusing on what I could control, I was more focused on what I could, what, how can I let go a little more? And that's Ooh. been actually one of my mantras this year because, and it's funny, I actually, um, just randomly found a journal from like 2011. And that was another theme that I saw throughout that journal is trying to let go. And it was in relation to something else, but being able to let go is really hard. And there's a lot of things, like you said, that you can't control. And if you can let go of the things you can't control, um, then it makes you feel a little bit lighter. And then also adjusting your expectations because when you're pregnant, you know, you have to adjust your expectations because your body is changing rapidly and growing a human being um, and not beating yourself up about it. And then whenever you're a new mom, like Bradley is, like you said, about one years old, one year old. And with the pandemic, our plan was to have a lot of regular childcare. And I haven't been able to train the number of hours that I wanted to train. Initially, after he was born, like for the first few months, I felt really good and I was able to get back on my bike and train lots of hours because my husband was home and working a lot less, working part-time. Um, but when he started working full-time again, um, that got really hard. So just trying to make the best of your situation. And even if somebody's not pregnant or not a mom, like that's really applicable because there's always things in our lives that, that come up um, life is never picture perfect. And if you can just say, this is, I'm doing my best right now. And that, that's my mantra is like, I'm doing my best right now. And I'm always saying that to myself because it isn't exactly what I want it to look like. And I am pulled in a, a number of different directions and being okay with like the pace of it and asking myself, can I let go a little bit more and let go of that like white knuckle death grip I have on trying to control my future so much. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, okay. As a cyclist, I have that, the practical like application of this, uh, how does one ride when one starts becoming quite large? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I love that question because I was still riding technical trails up until, <clears throat> up until Bradley was born. You know, I rode my bike. I was really fortunate that I felt like I could ride until the day be before he was born. I actually um, remember body... I was in Girona, uh, on like, coaching a training camp like right around when Bradley was born and I remember you posted a picture of you doing a pump track or a video of you doing a pump track and the women that were in the house at this training camp were all looking at it we're just like oh my gosh this is so cool 
Yeah, so not everybody thought that was cool, but <laughs> well, they everybody, did. that's another thing when you're when you're pregnant is everybody feels the need to tell you what's safe for riding. And as a professional athlete and a researcher, the mom, you know, I knew what was best for my, my body and it's going to be different for everybody and everyone's comfort level is different. But to answer your question, um, your body changes very slowly and very gradually. So you get used to, you know, this, this mass on the front of your body, this weight that's like changing your, um, your balance. You don't all of a sudden feel off balance, but I'll tell you what, after I had Bradley, I was able to get back on my bike a week and a half later and go, and it's, it was a couple of weeks before I actually went mountain biking. Cause I wanted to respect my pelvic floor and all these different things. But I remember going down a steep downhill thinking like, I feel off balance. And it's because you had, you were like, had this huge belly and now you don't have a huge belly anymore and you feel off balance after you have the baby. Oh, that's funny. It's almost like you needed to like put like a weight on front in the front of you. So you like still had that and then like gradually like use less and less weights or something. Um, yeah. And you can adjust your bike. Like I had a stem extender and I, I would, I didn't ride a road bike at all. And at the, when I was, you know, nine months pregnant, I was riding my 170 mil mountain bike without a stem extender, but the, the geometry of the bike made it really easy to ride with a big belly. Oh, so that's actually maybe a really good tip is probably even like the wider handlebars and stuff made it a little easier. You're like less like tucked in. Realize I'm doing this on video, like someone's going to be able to see me doing it. Um, And what about uh, psych, like this is weird, but would you have gone bib shorts or regular shorts? Uh, I like bib shorts. I I, I was able to continue wearing because of how I was carrying my baby. I was able to continue wearing mine. I don't, I don't like non-bib shorts anyway. No, they're ridiculous. Yeah, I just... And then I stole all my husband's cycling clothes. So that was pretty cool. I was like, I'm glad I bought him all these cool cycling clothes <laughs> for gifts over the years because now I get to benefit. I feel like that might be a really good pro tip for any like cycling couples who are <laughs> contemplating having kids down the road. Just start thinking about your, your pregnancy wardrobe now. And <laughs> Um, and how about, I mean, as a pro athlete, you're very attached to, or like very aware of like power numbers and heart rate and stuff like that. I mean, I know we talked about letting things go, but I mean, how do you, how do you balance like wanting to improve, especially after you've had the baby and you can kind of start getting into the recovery process? How do you balance like wanting to improve on the bike again and meeting yourself where you are right now? I wish I had a good answer for that. Um, while I was pregnant, it was like, okay, I'm not anymore exercising healthy mentally and physically so not trying to put a judgment and and not trying to put a judgment on anything and continuing to try to do that and I will say like when Bradley was really little and like I mentioned Matt was working part-time and I had committed to being really focused on training and getting back to race shape because I was planning to race in June um, and I didn't know what the, what the season would look like. Cause I was really early on in the pandemic. And then when Bradley got a bit bigger, um, it was around August. I started feeling awful on my bike and it just, I didn't have the energy. And it was because like, I'm still breastfeeding and I was breastfeeding. Then there was a huge energy, um, need for the baby during breastfeeding times. Um, especially when they're getting hundred percent of their calories from you. So, I started really having bad performance on the bike and I had to eat over 4,000 calories a day and I had to track that to make sure to, (laughs) and then, um, in November I was still feeling bad because I was doing like, I still am trying to do everything like my podcast, like my sponsorships, my training, um, you know, Moxie and great, like everything and be a mom and only have two hours a day of childcare. So that was taking its toll on me. So I started taking an adaptogen, And that really helped a lot. 
and I still have to stay on the calories. <clears throat> and that's something you don't hear a lot about with at, like postpartum. It's, it's usually, you know, about, about trying to lose weight and quote, get your body back. But <clears throat> it shouldn't be about that. It should be about just like trying to fuel your body wherever you are in your journey. If you are trying to lose weight or if you're trying to maintain weight or perform, like trust trying to pay really close attention to that because it can really sneak up on you. Um, when you're, when you're being an athlete and you're also trying to nourish a baby with your body. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think that's so important. And actually, I'm really excited because we're also going to have Catherine Pendrell on. And she was just posting about that as well, where she was, you know, saying, like, yeah, even if you're trying to, like, quote, unquote, get back in shape after you have a kid, you still need to, like, fuel the work you're doing, which includes breastfeeding and biking, (laughs) not just not one or the other. (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard. And you, you asked me about numbers. And it's I admit it, like, whenever I'm out riding, I look down and some uh, like at my, my Wahoo. And some days I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to be any good whenever I show up to race day. And there's a lot of things going on. And I also remind myself, like we're in a pandemic. I'm still like, I'm still a new mom, like all these things. And it's about self-acceptance, which is hard whenever you want to be an achiever. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, but you also picked up running during this, this past year, or at least came back to running, we'll say. Uh, do you feel like that has maybe helped with like getting kind of out of your head and not really thinking about the numbers and stuff? Oh, it totally helped. And I, I got, I stole your coach, David Roach, cause he's the best. awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, you know, I need, I need a break from this because I never take an off season. I, I never take a break and I never, like I never do another sport and it, it was so refreshing and it was hard to like, again, let go because he was having me run, um, three to four days a week. And I was only riding my bike two to three days a week. And I've never done that, like, since 2003. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid. And, and, like, what if I get slower? And then whenever now we, we hit these harder workouts, I'm still able to hit the numbers that I was able to hit before I was pregnant. So that's reassuring that that's in there. Um, but the journey, the running journey, has actually I'm – I'm at a bit of a bump in the road. Um, all of the issues that you have, not know you have in your body will pop up if you're running. And this has happened to my husband as well because he started running. So like I've been having like hamstring problems and I've never had hamstring problems and I've had to take a bunch of time off of running, but that's been an opportunity for me to say, okay, like I need to be more on it with mobility and take better care of myself. Cause I could get away with it as a cyclist, but I can't get away with it as a runner. So right now it kind of sucks. Cause I wish I could really be progressing in my running um, but it's made me appreciate riding my bike more. I love riding my bike even more than I did before. Um, and I'm going to be better off because of it. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. And then, I mean, last thing I realize this is like the most generic question that you can get asked, but what is your best piece, actually best piece of advice for pregnant mom or pregnant moms to be, and then for new moms? My best advice is not to listen to all the negative stuff out there about being a parent because negative stuff is what is what sells and is what is sensationalized. And that's what people click on whenever they see, um, see that stuff. And that we can, <laughs> there's a whole uh, bunch of psychology about why, but being a mom is awesome. It's so much fun. And everybody's like, it seems like a lot of times we talk about all the things we have to give up, but you get so much you get like, it's just the best feeling and the highest level of contentment I've ever felt in my entire life. Um, and so much joy and it is worth everything. And the pregnant part, 
do you have to do what's best for you. So like you might be listening to my story and you're pregnant and you're like, well, I don't feel like I can ride. Then that's fine. Like, like you need to do what, what is right for your body. But there are resources out there. Um, I would recommend checking out Catherine Cram. She was on my podcast, but her website I think is PPF Consulting. But she is she works with tons of pregnant women and athletes, helping them find the best amount of physical activity that works for them while they're pregnant. Um, and number two, like just make sure that you just are nourishing your body. Um, and and also body image. I have better body image after having a baby than I did before because I'm so in awe of what my body did and so much more accepting of myself. And I've actually heard some other moms say that as well. Oh, I love it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Consummate Athlete Podcast. If you enjoyed this or any of our past episodes, do us a solid and leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out our book, Becoming a Consummate Athlete, over at consummateathlete.com. Questions or comments? Find us over on Instagram at consummateathlete, and we will see you next week.